You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Howdy do, buckaroos, and welcome to Comics with My Kids Podcast, the official podcast for the comicscornerbox.blogspot.com. I'm your host, Matt D, and with me today is... Logan D. All right, so here we are on our 75th episode. So today we're having a special big-time anniversary episode to go with 75. Uh, we're going to talk about a feature book that Logan and I have read, as well as kind of run back down some older stuff to kind of discuss the 74 other episodes that we've covered and some of the highlights of those episodes. You know, kick back and relax and let's uh, let's dive into this. So Logan, are you surprised that we actually have 75 issues, in, or sorry, 75 episodes now? Yes, I am. What's one of the things that stands out in the last seven, 74 episodes that we've recorded that, that you've enjoyed doing? Um, well, I really like doing the interviews. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, like my favorite, like I like all the books, but my favorite time recording was probably be when I went to Screaming Monkey. Yeah, that was fun. And we got to see behind the scenes. We got to chat with John Yo. Um, anything else that cool about that particular episode that you liked? Uh, well, like maybe the Screaming Monkey, um, Monkey Jam. Yeah, that, that Monkey Jam was weird. It was kind of weird, so but it was neat. But to- I liked how they had like all kinds of monkey setups that were from donations. Yeah, they had like all, all that decorations and stuff. That was, yep. Um, so yeah, I think another one that I I rather enjoyed. Speaking of interviews, was when we interviewed um, Jeffrey Brown with the uh, book Batman and Robin and Howard. Do you remember that one? Batman and Robin and Howard. I think so. Yeah. I thought it was neat that he kind of explained where he came up with the idea and how he was uh, he was able to use Damian Wayne as his Robin to kind of get that whole father and son uh, dynamic in the book. So, uh, and then anything else that you want to you want that kind of stands out that we've done in the last seventy four episodes. Um. Well, I like to go into the Comic Cons. Yeah. Yep. Do you remember any particular Comic Con that you've enjoyed? Or anything in um, the Comic Con that uh, you want to talk about? Well, I really liked one of my first Comic Cons. And I actually got to meet Arth Beltasar. And I had a few comic books at his time. And this is, and uh, I got them signed. That was pretty cool. That was very exciting. Yep. And that was also when I got um, the Drew and Jot. Which I remember doing a long time ago. What episode <laughs> yeah. was that? Uh, Drew and Jot. That was uh, somewhere in our earlier episodes. So I'm going to... That was very early. Say that... probably 12-ish? 14. Episode 14. Drew and Jot. Yep, that was back when we didn't have this cool setup. Yeah. Like, we didn't. We weren't sitting at your homely desk with the microphones. Yep. Because you didn't have this desk yet because it was before the pandemic. We'd be uh, sitting downstairs in the living room yeah, uh, talking about it. Yep. Although one of my favorite things about recording, it just felt really special to me, 
was in some of the very very first ones was um the way that we would record it is I'd love how we'd go into our library and just talk about it. I don't know why. No. I okay. just love doing that. Well, we can do that again. But then we won't have this cool setup. <laughs> well, we can go in the library, find a book, talk about it a little bit, and then come back up here and record it. Yeah. So uh, one thing that we started, but I don't think we've continued, is our um, roulette um, choice, you know, where we would pick a number and I'd go through my collection and, and we'd, we'd go with a book from some random number. Oh, yeah, we did that once. Yeah, I know. I'd like to try that. Try doing that again in a future episode. Yeah. So. Oh, hey, and you know what we should also mention? Is that you know we did our first summer uh, reading program, which was great. I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed taking each week to read a read a book or graphic novel and then talk about it. Um, but we actually have a holiday coming up that we both like. And do you remember what holiday that is? Halloween. Oh, I thought it was Christopher Columbus Day. I thought that already passed. No, it's on October like eighth or tenth. Really? Yeah. I thought that already passed. No. What was I thinking of? I don't know, but Maybe. yes, it is Halloween. <laughs> I'm just trying to pull Maybe your leg there. Wait. So yeah, wait. When was it? I I told you October eighth is uh is Christopher Columbus Day. What am I thinking of? I don't know, buddy. Maybe, was there some kind of like President's Day? Maybe. Well, President's Day is in February. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. There's also Labor Day. No. Okay. Arbor Day. No. Memorial Day. No. No. Well, anyway, Halloween is coming up, so. I am asking our listeners if you have any suggestion for any Halloween themed comic books to give us a give us a shout out. Let us know. We'll uh, we'll we'll try picking it up and, and reading it. I know there's a few books that I have on my mind, like in particular, uh, the Unicorn Vampire Hunter. Do you remember? Uh, I think your sister's got that one. Yeah, she. Although I got to read it along with one of my friends when Melody brought it to a baseball game. Yeah, and so then there'll be couple other books that i'd like to include but you know i'm asking the listeners hey give us any ideas for some halloween themed comic books or just monster based comic books something that the whole family can enjoy all right logan is there any other items that you would like to talk about that we've done previously um uh, no not really is there anything you'd like to uh, no, but I gotta say, buddy, having 74 episodes, it's been real fun talking comic books with you and your sister and being able to interact with people and even getting some advanced copies for books that are coming out or, you know, that were coming out and we got to, got to review them ahead of time. I think that was real fun. So it's always nice to get more fuel for our podcasting fire. And, so, and possibly if we get like enough books to read. If we can release 25, I know that kind of sounds like a lot, uh, which is one-third of what we've already released, but if we can do <laughs> that, we can make it to triple digits. I'm pretty sure we can do it. If we continue on a timely basis, getting one episode out a week, I think we can get there within 25 weeks. So, Fine. But anyway, let's go ahead and step over to the next thing, that we, uh, next big announcements. So we had our first um, crossover promotion with, as we had mentioned before, Screaming Monkey Comic Books. Uh, they turned four years this this uh, last week, and we were giving away a $40 gift certificate for their uh, store. And we had someone actually write in with the correct answer for our quiz question, which was, who are the new main five to the My Little Pony uh, series? 
And that was answered by Jennifer Isaac and her son, her sons, Kevin and Jace. So they'll be receiving the $40 uh, gift certificate. Jennifer, congratulations. Congratulations, Kevy. Congratulations, Jace, on winning the $40 gift certificate. For those who are curious what the answer is, um, the answer is... Was she the only email we got, or did we get any others? Yes, didn't I tell you that? She was the only one that wrote in. So... At least we got one. Yes. So it was... The answer was Zip, Pip, Izzy, Sunny, and Hitch. Which are the main five for the new my the new next generation of My Little Pony? So check out later in a couple of weeks. We might have we should have another promotional thing happening with either Screaming Monkey or another comic shop. Um, but I hope you all enjoyed that opportunity, and there will be future opportunities foreseen future. Yeah, and hopefully we might get a new winner. Yeah, that's the whole idea. All right, so. Let's go ahead and jump into the feature of what comic we're talking about today. And I believe it kind of falls in that horror genre as well for that Halloween theme that's coming up. And that is the new series of The Hulk written by Philip Kennedy Johnson. And art is by, a little help here, Logan, who does the art? Uh, hang on. As I say, try like the first splash splash page. There you go. The artist was Nick Keelan. Clean. It's Nick Klein. Klein. Yeah, so Philip Kennedy Johnson and art is by Nick Klein. So, Logan, who is the Hulk? The Hulk is um, Bruce Banner. Uh, Bruce Banner is a scientist who was studying gamma radiations, and then a kid had gotten into where the testing chambers, and so Bruce realized it just when it was activated, so he jumped into the gamma chambers, pushed the kid out, but then got hit by the gamma radiation, which turned him into the Hulk. Okay. And basically anyone who's been living under a rock for the last 10 years should at least know who the Hulk is. But yes, that's the general breakdown of the Hulk. So the Hulk has been on many adventures. This adventure opens up. Um, this is right after the Danny Cates version of the Hulk, which we discussed back in uh, 2021, where it was Hulk was a smash astronaut. Um, basically Bruce Banner had taken over uh, the Hulk's body uh, locked away the Hulk's psyche and was traveling through space. Now, after that series is over with, the Hulk is back where he is angry at um, Bruce Banner. Um, he really doesn't care for Bruce, and so he's been kind of haunting Bruce's psyche. Um, so now Bruce is uh, out walking the land. He's down in like southern Louisiana area, and the Hulk has been terrorizing um, the banner as well as maybe people around him. So with that said, buddy, how does this book issue one of the incredible Hulk open up? Well, it starts off with, uh, some people like completely unrelated, uh, searching in a cave. Like they are thieves. So they start stealing things. And then this one lady picks up a skull and looks into it. And then she just stops moving. So when the other person taps on her shoulder, her head spins around, but not her body, and then she morphs into this giant creature and kills the others. 
Right. And they talk about something about the green door, which is a throwback to an, another story arc with the Hulk. Um, but uh, that we can dive into a little later. So what, where do we go from there after the, after all those people in the um, crypt were killed? Then it goes to straight to Bruce Banner. Hold on. Let me set those other ones down. Cause it's been a while since I've read this one. Okay. And he's in a shop. And he, uh, and a he, shop or a diner? A diner, and he gets a sandwich and gives some to a dog. Okay. But then what does he see? Isn't he haunted by something? Oh, uh, well, the lady's talking to him, start, starts changing her voice. Um, and so now the Hulk is taking over her voice to scare him. And there's a reflection of Hulk in the jar. Okay. So then Banner kind of runs out into the forest. Well, she's still counting his money. Right. So he's in the forest, and what happens to him then? Then, as he's running, he's still getting haunted. Then he does. And then he uh, like blinks out or something. Because next he's standing. Yeah he he bla- he blacks out for a couple of hours, and then he wakes up, and then what does he see? He sees a dead dog next to him, and um, he sees spray paint. He sees another dog and spray paint behind it. It says "Your fault," which was what the Hulk was talking about to him and haunting him with. Gotcha. So evidently, the Hulk must have taken over his body, hulked out, and destroyed the diner. Uh, apparently. Okay. So then, what we flash over to? Then we flash over to some girl trying to fix a guy's car car without him knowing. Then it makes a noise and he gets mad at her and hits her. Okay. Well, why don't we dive a little bit more into that? So the car is actually her car given to her by her grandmother. And the gentleman that uh, hits her is actually her dad. And he's uh, an alcoholic, a terrible person. And evidently he really beats her a lot. And she wants to get away. Because she's 16 years old. So she uh, she manages to to run away from him. And then what happens? Um, then there's like these weird people that go meeting. And then the one guy like turns into a monster. He doesn't kill the others because the others are monsters in disguises. Uh-huh. And like then it flips flips scenes and banner starts turning into the hole. Okay. Well, let's let's go back to those people. So, did you recognize what who those people were? No. Okay, those were the same people that broke into that tomb in in the beginning of the book. The woman that you see there, she's the one that turned into that monster and she kind of infected all the people around her to make them into monsters, monsters as well. So now they're out looking for the Hulk because they know that the Hulk was the one who closed the green door from the previous um, storyline. So it kind of picks up a little bit after the Immortal Hulk series where the Hulk was, again, you know, going walking the uh, walking the United States. And oh, the, uh, I skipped a page, so it doesn't flip to him right away. Okay. 
So, but they're, they want to open the green door back up to bring back all these monsters. And so they're trying to find the Hulk so that, that he could do it. So he could reopen the green door. And so what we first flip to is, um, the girl that we saw before is running and the drunk guy is in the car trying to kill him. And then he drives into a tree. Right. Because he's drunk. Yep. And, and then you hear some noises and see the Hulk captured by the FBI. Or um, Was it the Hulk or was it Bruce Banner? Banner. Okay. The Banner hulks out and attacks the FBI. Gotcha. Then what happens after that? Uh, then he leaves. And, um, the girl beats up the dad, uh, before he can attack her. Uh-huh. And then the dad gets eaten by the weird beast thing. Oh, that's right, because that beast thing is hunting the Hulk, and, and, uh, he was at least, he was getting snackish or hungry, a bit peckish. So he ended up, uh, eating that, uh, that abusive father. Yeah, because he was hungry. Right. So, uh, what happens after that? What, what happens to the girl? Then, um, well, she runs off. At, she goes off after the Hulk. Oh, because she saw the Hulk. Yeah. Okay. So then, what happens after she runs after the Hulk? Then it then it flips. The monster thing had turned into the guy he had eaten. Okay. And um, he showed the other people where the Hulk went. Gotcha. So where did the Hulk go? Well, first, uh, she summons all who dwell. Hold on, who's she? You got to stop with this pronoun thing. You got to give characters names or at least give me a reference as to which character you're referring to. Because so far we've run into two she's. We've run into the girl who's running away from her her house and her family or her terrible family. And then there's also the woman who's like the lead monster person. So the girl who's the lead monster person, she's called the eldest and she summons all the monsters. Okay. So that's... And that kind of sets up the um, the whole idea behind the story, right? So she's like summoning all these monsters to hunt down Actually, the Hulk. Actually, we should scratch that part out because that's at the end of the book. Oh, no, it's okay because that's that, the last page. that kind of sets everything up. This is just getting the, the issue going. So the next couple of books we won't really delve into because it's... Because we don't have issue two. Well, yeah. Hey, do me a favor, Logan. Um, can you run and... Oh, never mind. I'll look at my notifications here. Okay, no notifications. So what vibrated? Anyway, so yeah. So we won't dive into the next couple issues just because, A, we don't want to give away the, the next major story plot. but uh, And and B, uh, it kind of gives the reader the opportunity to go, okay, well, this episode, this issue is already out. I can at least read this, hear the story so I can pick up where the story is left off at. So now, you know the talk in the microphone, you got to be on that side, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Logan, let's go ahead and uh, dive into uh, what did you think of this story? 
Uh, I liked it. Just the only thing I didn't like is that, uh, before Bruce Banner turned into Hulk, he had long hair. So when he was the Hulk, he looked very weird. Right, because you're used to being a straight-laced Hulk with short hair. Yeah. Well, I do I not think, like long-haired Hulk. Well, I kind of like it because it kind of shows that Banner's been, you know, living out on the streets, and he really hasn't been able to take good care of himself. So his persona of the Hulk has to kind of pick up the same looks and styles that Banner has. Um, now, what did you think of the story over, overall? Do you think it's it's really something that other kids should read, or do you think that maybe this might be a little too graphic and horror, too geared towards uh, scariness and horror books? Uh, it's definitely geared towards... Well, I'd say it's in the middle. It's a little bit of scary, but overall, it's not that bad. Yeah. I think it's, from my point of view, I think anyone under the age of 10 might find it a bit a bit uh, hard to take. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of monsters like beating, eating things and, you know, monster blood kind of stuff. But I'd still The scariest recommend... thing is probably just um, Bruce Banner morphing into the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty graphic. I would I would say for parents, if you're gonna if you're gonna read this comic book to your kid, um, read it first and get a better feel for if you want your kid to read this. It's definitely something that I would say anyone under the age of ten, you might want to restrict in reading it. But if you're over the age of ten or maybe closer to like twelve, I don't think it would be too bad. Um, you know, it's definitely not, you know, scary adult monster movie. But it's it's definitely getting close. It's just just on that fringe. Um, so Logan, what did you speaking of of Vander's transformation and how he looked? What did you think of Nick Klein's art style? And his, and, uh, and I thought it was quite cool, except um, well, like for the colors, uh, like when the monster was eating the one guy. The blood just looks weird. Yeah. Well, that's the coloring thing, not necessarily so much the art, but the art and color kind of go together. I really liked the fact that when he was drawing the monsters, they were very, there's like a lot of like weird shapes and everything built into the monster structure. So you kind of got this otherworldly feel to it. I thought his art was very, very gory looking too. Whenever like the Hulk transformed, you can kind of see like weird appendages kind of moving around and, yeah, it was definitely geared towards a, like I said, the a horror kind of. Um, yeah, ten plus. Yeah, but yeah, his and art style was back, was crazy. Right Wait, no, never mind. That's for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, be- it's oh, this is rated for uh, T plus. Okay, so yeah, definitely it's definitely a teenage book. So. Parents, I would recommend letting your teenagers read this and not necessarily kids under the age of, well, we'll say, I still stick with the age of 10, um, depending on, on the parent and what they think of So of you can stay comics. for tween. Yeah. All right, Logan. So let's go ahead and dive into the next thing, which is uh, buy, borrow, or bust. Where do you put the Incredible Hulk issues one through five? Bye. Bye. I'm I'm gonna agree with you. I think it's it's a buy. It's definitely something that I would read again, especially around this Halloween season. Uh, it certainly will give you the frights. Uh, it certainly is an interesting storyline. 
Um, I am curious to see what happens with the Hulk and the uh, girl relationship since, you know, she's a teenage girl that, you know, obviously is going to be tied up with the Hulk and she's going to need his help. And he's, she's probably going to be like the, um, the Rick Jones or the sidekick to, to the Hulk's character. Um, so I would be interested in continuing to read it and picking it up each week or each month. But what I want to read, I saw it in the back. Uh, where did I see it? Oh, yeah. It's called The Death of the Venomverse. Okay. Looks pretty cool. All right. Well, that's something that's definitely, I would definitely call that Team Plus just from the art style. But we'll dive into that another yeah, day. Yeah, it's just kill all Venoms. Yeah. All right, Logan. Well, is there any last things you want to say about The Incredible Hulk? Um, no. Okay. Is this version of the Hulk one of your more preferred versions? I know. No. I know you don't care for the Happy Hulk. The Happy Hulk sucks. It's at the bottom of the list. Yeah. Well, how would you put, where would you put this Hulk? Long hair Hulk. Uh, second bottom. Second to the bottom? Okay. I don't like long haired Hulk. Gotcha. Alrighty. Well, thanks folks for listening to this episode of Comics My Kids podcast. Check out more episodes at the comicscornerbox.blogspot.com. Leave us a rating or review at Apple Podcast or Podchaser. Follow us on Twitter for all of our episodes, posts, and news at Comics with Kids. Also check out our Facebook page, Comics with My Kids. And you can email our show at the Comics with My Kids Podcast at gmail.com and we'll put your name into a drawing for free comics. Alright, and I want to thank again to uh, Jennifer Isaac, Kevy, and Jace for uh, writing in and winning the $40 Screaming Monkey gift certificate. Uh, We will be getting to that to you shortly. And um, that's about it. Thanks for listening, folks, and have yourselves a great night. Good night. And, uh, Dad? No, like... No, no, no more long hair. All right. But Dad, did he get there?